Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. My dad works in B2B marketing. He came by my school for career day and said he was a big ROAS man. Then he told everyone how much he loved calculating his return on ad spend. My friends still laugh at me to this day. Not everyone gets B2B, but with LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people who do. Get $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. You're listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, the show that takes a look at film, technology, pop culture, all of Austin, Texas, because in the end, everything is an ad. Hello, I'm Shannon Miller, the managing editor of Creativity, Creator Economy, and DEI here at Adweek. Welcome to another fantastic, fantastic episode of Yeah, That's Probably an Ad. You might be wondering why I am so excited about this episode. There are actually two good reasons for this. First... I get to welcome the return of my wife, community <laughs> editor, Luz Corona. Luz, welcome back officially. Oh, thank you, my friend. I thank you guys for letting me dabble during leave on the Super Bowl episode and everything, but now I'm officially back. It feels good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for addressing the Super Bowl episode. Yeah, because people at home might be wondering, wasn't Luz already back? No. No, she wasn't. <laughs> We, I, yep. <laughs> we, we yanked, we unmercilessly or mercilessly yanked her from her maternity leave <laughs> at almost midnight to talk about football. Yes. <laughs> no, you know what? It was great. The, uh, the kids were sleeping. I was like nerding out. It was a blast. <laughs> well, we're so glad to have you back. Look, what did you, what did you miss most? about being away because obviously the first thing you thought after you'd had this this beautiful beautiful baby was I can't wait to get back to work yeah (laughs) (laughs) honestly I do feel that kind of way sometimes after the first leave too but I I will say like it was a good time um you know I really unplugged um what did I miss about this place my friends I missed you guys a lot um I and I missed, um, I'm not going to lie, there were some advertising topics over maternity leave that I was like, this would make a great voice piece. But I forced myself to take a step <laughs> back and not work on it. <laughs> we are so proud of you for abstaining. Thank and you. of course, we welcome you back with open arms. And this is actually a really good week to join because um, we are a few days out, really like, I think exactly a week out from the beginning of South by Southwest. Huge, huge thing. I don't know if you've heard of it, um, but it is coming up pretty closely and even more exciting. This will be my first South by Southwest. So I selfishly asked our sustainability editor to join us to give me and only me the lowdown <laughs> on what to expect in the coming weeks. So joining us now is Catherine Lundstrom. Catherine, hello. <laughs> Hello, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> thrilled that you could joining us at you can join us as our um unofficial 
uh, Texas correspondent as well. I have so many questions that are admittedly self-serving, but I do hope it serves our larger audience. Um, (laughs) First of all, Luz, have you been to South by Southwest? No. So, I mean, if there is a space or something last minute (laughs) and everybody needs anybody, you know, um, I'm here. But no, I was actually looking on the site a little bit before our chat with Catherine, and um, it just always sounds so dope for lack of professional terms it, it sounds like so exciting Katie like is it is it like that in real life like everybody's super excited to be there I mean yeah kind of I mean it's something that I think obviously there's like a good portion of people in the city who are are not wild about <laughs> the traffic that Fair. it brings and that kind of stuff but I mean there's so much cool stuff that comes like right into our own city. My, um, my sister and brother-in-law, when we were, when they were in, oh, and my sister was in college, they were like the experts at finding all of the free stuff and (laughs) all of the places where you might see celebrities walking around town. They had like these spreadsheets, very impressive. Um, so that was, that was what I knew about South by before, you know, going, um, on a press pass. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just like the number of people that come into town, it's something like, I don't know, it's in the hundreds of thousands. I should have looked up the actual numbers again, but I think this year they're expecting it to be closer to what it was like in like 2019 pre-pandemic. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, it brings like half a million or what is it? Half a, I don't, I don't know the numbers. It brings an incredible amount of money to the city. Um, so that's exciting to have back because um, during the pandemic, the, a lot of businesses were hard hit because that was like such a big piece of their annual revenue, especially venues and, um, and restaurants and stuff like that. Like that's such a massive piece of like, like 80 to 90% of some music venues revenue is like all during South by Southwest because it's just two weeks of like, crazy programming that's like all day long every day and there's so many people in from out of town well i was hoping to talk to you a little bit about that in terms of like kind of where it is now because i do remember uh when it was such a big deal that it was shutting down um over the pandemic that was actually when i was supposed when i was slated to go that was supposed to be my first time going um at my previous post and that was um devastating for a lot of reasons but the big topic of discussion was what are these small businesses that subsist largely on the revenue that they bring in during this time going to do throughout the year. Because in a lot of cases, it was like the money that they made during these these weekends kept them afloat for the remainder of the year. So it was pretty significant when that was no longer there. Um, and also just in general, outside of the pandemic, watching the growth of this space has been pretty tremendous, where it sort of began as obviously this big festival and it was huge for its music and what it did for local talent. And now it's like this, one of the major festivals that sits at the nexus of culture. Like now it's the stop to go to when, if you're um, premiering anything, if you're debuting any music or film or television, South by is absolutely on your list. So like, what is, I guess my big question for for now is like what where does what does South by mean to Texas now today and like what is the general vibe? I know that like a few years ago or when we were talking about returning, it was like 
we've got to be really careful. We still have to navigate this uh, very, very real virus. Like, what is the vibe now? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of back to back to normal. Like, I think every, you know, there's a lot of excitement. There are a lot of brands like putting a lot of money into it this year. Like this mm-hmm. is nobody's um, holding back. It feels like yeah. um, when I look at this list of programming um, and I think, yeah, I mean, I think it's, I, I did, I did talk to one, um, the owner of or the co-founder of a, um, an agency in town here. And he said that like, he doesn't expect this to be like quite back to normal. He's like, we're ramping up, we're getting close, but this is going to be maybe like 80% of like the pre-pandemic um, levels of attendance. Um, and just like overall, like, I don't know, it's been off people's radar for a few years, I think. So mm-hmm. I think he's expecting there to be some momentum from this one and then um, and then have it be even bigger next year. But I mean, I talked to, you know, he's at, that's, um, he's the he's founder of an agency called Bakery that's in town. Mm. Um, I talked also to some folks at G- GSDNM, uh, another big, a bigger agency in town, um, owned by Omnicom. And, um, you know, they, they're really excited to kind of host the industry. It's like really the only time of the year where Austin gets to be the host. Usually like people based in Austin like me are like either, you know, flying out to New York or flying somewhere else to like go to the big, um, exciting events. Um, but it, it's, it's kind of fun to be, to play host and, um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, showcase not just like all the stuff that's coming here, but like the city itself. Um, that's, yeah. that's, fun piece of it yeah i'm i would love to ask you about the barbecue spots that um people need to (laughs) hit up but this is not the podcast for that but what are some things that you know first time marketers first time attendees like shannon should know going into this like how to make the best of it all because it like we were talking about before it could be overwhelming there is so much to see so katie what's what's your advice there yeah, well, I asked some marketers about this, um, and what they said was to not try to do everything. Uh, they were like, oh, they would well. probably be horrified by my spreadsheet because, um, you know, they, <laughs> they were like, okay, you're not going to be able to fit it in. You want to spend more time, like, like networking, just going to the things that you're, like, super excited about and spending some time before and afterwards to, like, let conversations happen. Um Mickey, who I was talking to from bakery was like, you know, like we had, I met somebody at, um, South by from Nike at one point. And then five years later we were working with them, you know, like it was like a, it's kind of a place where you can start conversations that'll be really fruitful down the, down the road. It's not really like a go in and pick it up and then, you know, and then move on to the next thing. It's like, you know, sit there, make some, you know, make some new connections, like actually get to know people, um, you know, have tacos together and then, you know, like be inspired by what's happening. Um, and, and look for like the themes that, you know, that stand out to you and then, you know, that you can bring back into your work. Um, both of the, or I guess a lot of the folks that I talked to about, um, about South by said that they definitely feel like it's a place where they go to get a lot of inspiration. It's like, you know, you have, it's kind of the right time in the year to like be ramping up and like, and, and, and 
you know, pull these ideas into like stuff that you're working on. Um, yeah. So like, it's definitely, definitely a place of inspiration. It's also like, kind of like, I don't know, it's for marketers to come see these enormous activations. It's like, you know, regular marketing on steroids, you know, it's really <laughs> cool. You know, it's like, it's like, it's, Disneyland or something. I don't know. So it's like really cool to see these like extreme examples um, of like what experiential can be and that kind of thing. So um, yeah, I guess like see the stuff you really want to see, um, but like try not to kill yourself seeing everything um, is the advice I got, which TBD on whether I'll follow it. <laughs> um, well, no one has to worry about that from me. I am not a run around um, with my head cut off <laughs> type of person. I'm definitely going to find one or two sections that um, speak to me and kind of mill around there and make those connections as I will. Um, but yeah, I am really excited and already pre overwhelmed by all that there is to kind of see there. I think before we go into any specifics, I, I would love to know, obviously there is a, there is a question as to like what trends are going to be big this year. And I feel like every year they're like, Oh, sustainability is going to be a big trend. So <laughs> let's just go ahead and assume that that's one of those, but I would love to get specific, what do you think that there is a specific conversation um, within sustainability that's going to kind of reign over the festival this year? Yeah. Um, I mean, so South by's had a climate track now for a while. Um, so that's kind of built into their programming, their panels with a bunch of like with climate activists, climate tech folks. Like, I think that there are some conversations happening um, there's, there's definitely going to be a lot of climate tech. There's like so much money going into climate tech right now that like it's um, that's going to be a big conversation, like startups that are trying to like figure to get funding for their carbon re removal projects or um, other kinds of like crazy tech that's trying to solve this massive pro <laughs> collective problem that we're all facing. Um, so a lot of a lot of tech. Um, I think that like a lot of people will be talking about how to do carbon removal. I think there's also kind of this like pushback. So there's like the tech conversation that's happening on climate stuff. And then there's also kind of this pushback to like, like, like more natural solutions, like nature-based solutions um, and how to actually get the most out of that. Like regenerative <laughs> agriculture is something I keep hearing from brands um, that they're investing in regenerative ag and, um, and kind of, and the conversation about offsets is like shifted to be quite negative. Like folks are really skeptical of offsets. There's been a lot of scandals coming out about how offsets are not really what they were all cracked up to be. You can't actually buy your way out of this problem, um, just by buying little credits, um, to make up for the, for the pollution that you're doing. So I think that that's going to be those might be some of the things that are underpinning the conversation. Um, I know as far as like marketing goes, there's, you know, Brian O'Kelly is going to be there talking about um, decarbonizing the digital media landscape. Um, there's also going to be a pretty fun activation from Clean Creatives, the um, activist group that's been trying to get ad agencies to drop their fossil fuel clients. Um, just some success. I mean, they have like more than 470 agencies signed on or something to their um, 
to their pledge. So they're going to be there with an ice cream truck, yeah. <laughs> um, which will be kind of a fun. <laughs> Tell um, me activity. more. <laughs> <laughs> Location. Oh yeah, and that's a it's a collab with um, Ben and Jerry's. So um, yeah. that. Yeah, cool. that's such um, a natural fit for Ben and Jerry's. Like, oh, what yeah. A, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. 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 And then Patagonia is going to be doing a big thing there. Patagonia turned 50 or is turning 50 this year. And so they've got um, some it's like kind of um, South by adjacent. They've they're they're technically on the schedule and stuff, but they don't have um, they're not like a sponsor, um, but they're going to have a bunch of stuff on South Congress. Their CEO is going to be in conversation with Katie Couric at one point. They're going to, um, you know, be doing a bunch of stuff around like what their 50th anniversary means and what they want the next 50 years to look like. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of the sustainability stuff (laughs) as far as I know. I mean, some of it. I'm sure there's so much more that I um, haven't learned about yet, but, but but that's a taste. Uh, Well, I feel like there is a... a litany of questions that we can continue to ask you, but we're going to take a very short um, break to speak to some of our partners, um, hang out, and we will be right back. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. And we're back. Thank you guys for staying on and joining us here, our conversation with Catherine about South by Southwest. Um, so Catherine, we were just talking about sustainability. Um, and, and that actually brought me to a question. So for Can last year, we saw a lot of pressure around sustainability and just like the pressure being put on agencies, um, you know, to drop some of these clients. Um, do you think there's that same kind of pressure on South by Southwest in terms of like, say, activations, making sure that brands, you know, activate sustainably or just even the caliber of featured speakers like that they should be on board? Do you think do you think South by Southwest has that same kind of pressure that can did? Um, I, I mean, in a way, yeah, but in, in other ways, it's like a little bit different, right? Because Can is like so industry focused. Um, so, you know, you saw Greenpeace um, and, um, you know, they've, and Extinction Rebellion and stuff has done um, stuff at, has protested at Can before. Um, that kind of thing, I mean, I don't think that that's going to happen. That kind of action is going to happen. I mean, I could be wrong. Um, but you know, Extinction Rebellion is a lot stronger in Europe. Greenpeace is stronger in Europe, I think. Um, so I don't think we'll see that kind of, um, action 
what I think we'll probably see is more, you know, like the clean creatives thing, like, um, like creative ways into this conversation. Um, and some, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, these questions are present on the panels. I mean, and, and, you know, as much as there's been pressure around, um, pressure from activists around agencies dropping fossil fuel clients, all of the major holding companies still have at least, I, I, I don't, I know that they all have at least one, you know, a relationship with fossil fuel companies. I'm pretty sure it's more than that. They're, they're, you know, those relationships are strong and it's going to take a lot um, of time and um, more widespread pressure in order for them to actually drop those clients. Um, so yeah, the, the action that we've seen, you know, it's, it's still, I think in the ramping up phase, I don't think, um, holding companies are convinced, um, that that is, that needs to happen right now. I mean, there's been some progress, you know, like IPG has, um, has a plan for moving or for not, they're not going to, um, they're not going to have new fossil fuel accounts, but but they're not dropping their old clients. So, mm. um, yeah, I don't know. So that that's still very like <laughs> it's there. That's in the that fight is in the trenches. You know, like it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but but yeah, I don't I don't expect to see Greenpeace protesters or Extinction Rebellion. We're in Texas. You know, it's <laughs> at the HBO the Max Cafe. Very- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah. I, I hope you guys stop at. I was reading about the HBO Max like cafe. I think they're going to be focused on the White Lotus. They're going to have roundtable discussions. Like, please, one of you check it out and let me know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, yeah. Pedro Pascal is going on at the same time that I'm going on, which, you know, huge. You know, wow. I know you guys are going to have to make a choice, Texas. Do you want to see? <laughs> Do you want to see Shannon Miller of Adweek or Pedro Pascal? You figure it out. Um, Will there be a recording of your session, Shannon? I just want to, I just, just asking for a friend. Pedro Pascal, I'm sorry. (laughs) I am going to be very compelling. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot to, to look forward to. Um, and I know that this isn't your typical beat, Catherine, um, but you, like me, have been trying to absorb what you can um, in terms of, like, what to expect uh, during this year's festival. And I imagine that sort of the overhanging cloud, this is one of the big, this is one of the biggest tech-forward um, industry events that we really um, know of, at least ones that are forward-facing and really popular. And obviously, as we were kind of watching the state of tech now with these mass, mass layoffs and sort of this uncertainty over the future of a lot of companies, I imagine that that's going to be kind of this overhanging cloud um, during this event in particular. Have you heard any rumblings of whether or not something that is going to be addressed head on? Or do you think that they're going to kind of like bounce around it and try to look at the positive? What, What is your your standpoint. Yeah, I don't like I guess it's a good question. I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be discussed on panels and like, you know, in conversation, you know, but one thing I did, I was chatting with somebody about like, you know, who's who is investing a lot in activations this year and it is not the tech brands that just laid people off because, oh, okay. you know, I think that would yeah. be a bad look. Yeah, you know, I would lay off, yeah. you know, 10% of your staff and then you go and like throw a huge party at South by <laughs> I 
not a good look. So um, <laughs> what where we're seeing the big activations uh, this year is, um, you know, more in entertainment and, um, you know, we're seeing Showtime has a huge one for their show, Yellow Jackets. Um, that's like a big footprint one. HBO has um, some of the that programming that you mentioned, Luz. Um, but they don't have a like big immersive thing like they have in the past. I mean, they're the ones who are like got a lot of buzz for their um, Westworld thing where they like literally right. bust people out to this crazy um, ghost town. <laughs> and, uh, that, no, thank yeah, you. Nothing on that scale from HBO this year. Um, but you know, there's a Slack is doing a relatively big one. Um, wow. which is no. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding Slack. I'm kidding Slack. I, it's too I mean, it's interesting to me because I think like, you know, like they're like, They've they've been at South by in the past with like little footprint kind of stuff, um, but but they've got a pretty big one this year. I think it's kind of cool. That, I don't know. It's interesting that they're like, um, you know, you, you know, presenting themselves more as a brand and less just that like thing that pings you at work all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it Slack who had the sh- the sneaker collab uh, with one of the shoe brands? I can't remember. I thought it was Slack or Zoom. I don't know. This is really off topic, but okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, I'll go as long as they just like keep that they keep, they keep that chime at a minimum because I'm not trying to live out my daily trauma at well um, away. Yeah. But it is, but it is interesting. Yeah. I think that's going to be one of the things that I'm really interested in seeing is like looking at some of the brands that you wouldn't typically expect to have like major activations or to sort of step outside of how we understand them and do like some really, really interesting things. So I am excited to see what that looks like. Um, Selfishly, (laughs) I know we talked about like advice, like something that you would offer for first timers, but um, as a first timer, what is the thing that I have to do? Like if you're like, if there's nothing else, you must do this. And mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be attached to South by. It can be. Man, you only have different. like 24 hours in town basically, right? I know. I'm, I'm there for two days. I'm, oh I'm there God. for three days, but okay. I'm there from the 9th to the, the 12th. So I'm there technically the 9th, but the festival doesn't start until the 10th. So I'm there at the okay. festival for 48 hours. <laughs> Okay, so on the 9th, I think you need to go to the White Horse and see some two stepping. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's obviously a must do, must see. Uh, that's completely not South by related. Um, but I don't know. The I think that activations are like so, like the scale is so absurd that like you kind of have to, you kind of have to see those um Mm. amazon prime video is doing like a big one for donald glover's new show um swarm swarm yeah i'm really excited to see that yeah and then obviously there's like the roku city one there's like a dungeons and dragons one that paramount plus is doing um yeah i don't know i think i think the activations are kind of a a must see just because they're so bonkers um, yeah yeah really intrigued by Roku City. Like they're putting on like a full on diner um yeah. Saturday oh, and really? Sunday. Yeah. Me and um I'll be joined by um senior editor T. L. Stanley and we are going to 
grab some brunch at Roku City (laughs) um, on Saturday before I panel. So I'm really excited for that. And yeah, Amazon's going to have a big presence as they normally do. Um, I think Amazon Prime is like one of those where you just kind of like look forward to whatever it is. They always come with something pretty stellar. And (laughs) you come with with a budget. They do have a budget. Um, Yeah. And of course, um, HBO Max is going to be a big one, even though I'm obviously um, missing a pretty important chat. Uh, (laughs) There. (laughs) I, I am praying that I have a really cool meet cute. On <laughs> like the JW Marriott elevator, like yes. that is all I want. Like quick aside, one of my um, good friends, uh, or two of my good friends rather, um, Lauren Warren over at who does a lot of work with Amazon Prime, um, and Mel Perez, who both I who co-hosted Nerds of Prey with me, um, were at South by um, a few years ago. And they were telling me about how they had, like, a really cool run-in on the elevator with Henry Winkler, who apparently was just so kind and so complimentary of a Jack. And I was like, I want that. I want that. I want to run into Henry Winkler, and I want him to compliment my shoes. (laughs) Yeah, like, are, are the chances really high there that you'll see a celebrity? Probably, right? Well, according to Showtime, there's a bunch of celebrities who are going to be at their preview of their activation. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people that are going to be in town. You know, like you look at the panel lineups, like there are a lot of famous people who are going to be here promoting, you know, who knows what or just like here to like, you know, see what's happening. Um, But yeah, I, I don't think I've ever had a celeb meet cute oh, i'm crossing my fingers for you guys <laughs> if, if you see if you see pedro let me know i'll send you guys some chilean slang language to get his attention strike up a conversation <laughs> lose i am counting on you Do not let me you better be on standby because i'm gonna hit that yes. text so quick the, i i am one of the few like i'll, I'll go to can i'm one of the few that just never has a run-in ever Meanwhile, oh, the rest man. of the staff is like, I just shared a boat with Paris Hilton. And it's like, what? where did you do this? What happened? Like, this is like at Cannes. Like, everyone was like, yeah, Anderson Pock is up and down with a wig giving out pizza on the croissant. I was like, where was I? <laughs> Why are all of you seeing this? What yes. is happening? And I, I anticipate that same luck. Um, but uh, maybe I'll have something a little bit different this year. I'm... I am really um, hoping that I come up with a good story. I feel like I'm going to, like, meet somebody and then not realize they were famous and then just walk away. Yeah. That's that's probably going to be my... Yeah. (laughs) That could be it. I'm going to be so upset if, like, Katie's, like, taking a picture of, like, a dog. (laughs) And... And I'd be Steven like, Spielberg walks by. I know. I'm gonna be like, yeah, cute puppy, but that was Lil Nas X back there. Did you say that? <laughs> it's, it feels it feels along that realm that that's what exactly what would happen. I I, don't know, I have a question for you, Luz. So, um, you you, ha- you haven't been. We're going to manifest that you are going to go next year. Nice. What would be? the most like unlikely brand 
that you would love to see like do an activation like we know your, your HBO Maxes, your Amazon Primes, your, I guess your Slacks are going <laughs> to have these big <laughs> things. What would be like a cool brand thing that you would like to see in the future? Wow. I was not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we might need to cut. I might need to think about that for a sec. Coming in with the edit. hot journalism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will take that same question to Catherine. Okay. To give you a moment. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. Like avocados from Mexico is actually doing one this year. So like, I feel like it's so all over the place that I don't even, I wouldn't even know like what would be, I don't know what's weird at this point. Yes. That's so what it true. is. Yeah. Weird ones that are already there. <laughs> that is true. Um, <laughs> You know, it's like everything from like it's like there's CPG brands that are like handing you free swag as you're walking through or like, you know, and then there's like tech companies that are like launching things that seem like from the future. And then there are like, you know, entertainment brands everywhere. I just like, I don't know what would be shocking at this point. That's the whole true. thing. You're just like, you're just like overstimulated to such an extent that it can't it can't go any higher. <laughs> yeah. That's reassuring. I, I yeah. That's the time. Um, I'm just thinking back to like Super Bowl and who were the brands that kind of popped out that we weren't, that I wasn't expecting at least, you know, or had like funny spots or something. Um, I don't know, maybe like, Booking.com. Like, what if they're there? That would make sense, mm. right? They're like, they had Melissa McCarthy in the Super Bowl ad. It was cute, fun, cheeky, bright, vivid. And I feel like South by Southwest would make such a natural, like, setting for for a spot from them if they haven't already been there and I'm missing it. That's actually brilliant, considering, like, how much tourism and travel is making such a an avid comeback, especially... Right now that we're kind of questioning things like the third party app, like your Airbnbs aren't like a surefire anymore. Like hotels and sort of booking agents are having this really, really interesting comeback. And it would be a good time to take advantage of that and do some really cool activations. Um, They're like Hilton always has like a really fun activation elsewhere. It'd be interesting to see like what they could do here. Um, mm. I personally would love to see Arizona's hard green tea <laughs> do something <laughs> at this at this event, even if it was something just like handing me a can, just showing up to hand me a can would be <laughs> ideal. What does it make I episode? C4 Energy is like one of the main sponsors. So it's going to be oh. just like C4 Energy everywhere you turn, which you need in order to get through days Makes on sense. end of partying and also living and <laughs> stimulated. Do you, do you think I should bring, I have a remaining case of the C4 um, Starburst line that was really good. It was delicious. Wow. It just, it just is powerful. <laughs> C4 is like powerful energy drink. It was getting to a point where I had to take like shots um, and not like a full can because I was like, mm, I don't need to be climbing yeah, my, my ceiling. 
Man, we need to get Arizona though up in here, Shannon. This is not the first time we've mentioned them. I think um, I'm going to send them your panel info and <laughs> just like, let's get to it. It's not, it's like the fourth. I don't know how much planer <laughs> yes. I could make it. <laughs> I've gotten real shameless at this point. Um, <laughs> yes. White Claw is amazing too, so there will probably be White Claw to be had. Oh, oh there's not oh, Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> come, come on, Arizona. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come through. Okay. So, I, I mean, there's we could be here all day, and I have a feeling that I'm going to be having a ton of on-camera conversations with Catherine leading up to this as I try to, like, pack my bag. Um, but I guess my, my final question um, to you, Catherine, would be, for for marketers that are considering entering the space, obviously, I think we we talked about this um, before we booked or before we um, hopped on that by the summer, the programming was pretty much hammered out. So there is obviously a strong interest in entering the space and time is of the essence. So it's like now you've got to really think about it if we're talking about going for next year or even maybe the year after. And for brands, for like burgeoning brands that may um, want to enter the space, what is, what is something that they need to know about marketing in Austin specifically? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I've been kind of asking the brands that are sponsoring South by that I've been talking to, you know, like what is special about this? Like, why are, why are you, why are you coming? You know, why are you mm-hmm. investing a lot in this? Um, and they kind of talk about it as like a really unique cultural touch point, like because it's this festival that includes not just, it's not just for marketers and brands, you know, like it's also for, it's got the music and film aspect. So like there's some like really rich culture happening around it. Um, and it's got the crazy tech, you know, like um, there's going to be like, yeah, there's, it's, it's such a, um, such a unique combination of folks who are here um, that it presents like a different kind of an opportunity to get your brand in front of like a huge swath of people. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what sponsors have been telling me. Um, I I guess what else do they need to know? I, I mean, as far as I feel like so many of the people that are at South by aren't necessarily from Texas, you know, like so many people come into town for it, but you know, Texans love Texas. So mm-hmm. as much as you can talk to Texans about being Texas, <laughs> talk to Texans about being Texans, about being in Texas mm-hmm. and like, um, and appreciating kind of the, the place that you're in. Um, there's a, been a lot of, you know, as much as South by is amazing and it's like really cool that it's, it's grown, it's grown alongside a city that's like really, um, having a lot of growing pains and changes, you know, like this, um, there's even going to be a small kind of activation around gentrification in Austin um, at South by this year. And I think that is kind of, that gets to some of the, some of the complex changes that are happening as huge companies like Tesla move in. And um, so it's, it's, it's exciting, but it's also, you know, like, um, there's good and bad things about all of this stuff and um, coming into Austin, understanding the context, I think is crucial for winning over locals. Um, if that is part of your, part of your goal. 
Yeah, it's interesting to see like how often you can sort of copy and paste like this sort of framework for a lot of the other uh, growing uh, events. Like I think of Art Basel, like happens in Miami and there is one version of Miami, there's one um, iteration of Miami that is very popular in everyone's minds and everything sort of plays to that iteration of like, you know, beaches and sexy partying and so much partying and bikinis and you know, beautiful people. And it's like, yeah, that that's part of it. But there's also a totally different side um, to what is a largely black and brown population. And, you know, the South Beach is such a small part of Miami culture that you have to sort of think beyond that if you are going to mark to Miami. So it's, it's, it's good to hear that these are the considerations that have to happen everywhere. And especially in Austin, especially during a time where this event, which is going to bring in hundreds of thousands of people and millions, if not billions of dollars, like to take a step back and really recognize where you are and speak to the people that know that, that area. um, Well, I am hoping to see some activations and, um, businesses that speak to the local um, Austin culture while I'm there so that I can feel at least like a part of it. But again, like quick and dirty 72 hours. So I've really got to figure that out. I think that's probably like the ninth is going to be where I just sort of dedicate it to doing something that is very intrinsically like, Austin. <laughs> I, 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 I was to. with you. I guess I do. Because I heard two step and I was like, mm, is it like two <laughs> Is it like the two-step in Tampa? Because I think I got my fill, but I can definitely stop by and check it out. So, yeah, I will go to the White Horse if you, you come with me. Okay, we're going. Oh, I'm so jealous, guys. <laughs> oh, man. That's 2024, awesome. lose Corona, South by Southwest, <laughs> at the White House, sipping, <laughs> sipping. Arizona. Arizona's hard <laughs> green tea. With Pedro Pascal. Uh, there we go. With Pedro Pascal, Henry Winkler, and you know, let's throw in Angela Bassett. Just yeah. so. Oh, yes. Legends. <laughs> Absolute legends. So there we are. That is our dream. <laughs> we have just programmed South by Southwest 2024. There Get your go. tickets now. Um, <laughs> and with that, Catherine Lundstrom, thank you so much for joining us and offering your expertise. I'm really excited to see um, what happens there and also de- to debrief with you after and figure out if it um, lived up to expectations and all of that. So thank yeah, you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Um, and yeah, excited to see you in Austin. Nice. Yeah. Have fun, guys. And, you know, I have loved all of our guest hosts. We've had a carousel of guest co-hosts, but it is nothing like being reunited with your partner in crime. Luz Corona, <laughs> welcome back, buddy. Oh, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Thanks for holding thank down the fort. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I guess we should probably thank Al Manorino, too, for oh, having yeah. on. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just one quick jab before we go. There we are. <laughs> All right, y'all. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, part of the Ad Week Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by me, Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Ahrens and John Heil, and edited by Lane McGivney at Boutwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of Ad Week's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. 
Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Thanks for listening.